Hi guys, welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. And this is season two, episode 22, the one with the two parties. I love this episode. We just said the word two so many times. Do we say that we love this episode for every episode also? Two? Well, I feel like in season one we were like, oh. We yeah, that's really true. like this episode very yeah, much. Yeah. So we're evening it out with, oh my gosh, I love this episode yeah. in every episode. So maybe we won't say it every time going forward. We'll see. But this one is a very, I think you're no right. Promises. I think season one was a lot of like, eh, you got to get through it. And now it's like, It's like establishing. Yeah. And we are so close to the end of season two. I honestly can't oh, believe it. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. We're at season, we're I episode know. 22. 22 and there's only 24 guys we weren't even sure if we would ever put this in the world and now we here we are two seasons in this is so fun it's really fun thanks for joining us thanks we love you uh i feel like maybe some touching music should have been there i'll look into it we can add it in (laughs) post-production okay sounds good Because we know so much about post-production um (laughs) so this episode is kind of fun I mean, it's fun because it's got funny stuff that happens, but it's kind of fun in that it is um, only one plot line, really. Yeah, with everybody in it. With everybody in it, and that it only takes place, I guess the very first scene takes place in the coffee house, and then the rest of it is just in the two apartments. Well, the very, very first scene takes place at Monica's new workplace. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. And then the opening after credit scene takes place in the coffee you're house. You're right. But I know what you're but like Okay, I just kidding. Saying. I know what you're saying. It's mostly just um, basically like the apartments and the hall. Yeah. And that it's like the episode happens like in almost in real time because they yeah. just keep going back and forth. Yeah, I like that. Or they're not hopping from like what Phoebe's doing, to what Rachel's yeah, doing. That's true. Yeah. So it takes place like basically over a twenty minute period. Um, and you're there for the entire 20 minutes. Uh, but yeah, this the, it opens up at Monica's new place of business, as we discussed. She is now working at, isn't the Moonlight Diner? I think Moon, it's... Moonstar? Moondance? Moonstar? Moondance? Moon something uh, diner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get back um, to you. I called the glow from something in the sky when Matt and I were like somewhere where it was like no light pollution at all. You yeah. could see, like, you know, five million stars. Yeah. I called something a moon rainbow, and he made fun of me. And then later I was vindicated because there was something about it being kind of like a moon rainbow. So I don't really know what it was called, but. Renee just wanted this I don't know on why. the record. She was right. I wanted that on the about record. the moon um, rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> great news about having your own podcast. You can say whatever you want. Um, so <laughs> she's working at the moon, moon something diner. Yes. And she's like, it'll be really nice. I'll borrow my mom's lace tablecloth and I'll poach a salmon. Oh, sorry. But I can't remember who says it, but they're like, why do we always have to have parties where you poach stuff? It's Ross. And I got to agree. It's Ross. He goes, question number one, why do we always have to have parties where you poach stuff? And she's like, do you want to be on the food committee? And he's like, question number two, why do we have to have parties where they have have a committee? And like, I get where she's coming from about wanting to do something nice. But A... I don't ever want a poached salmon. That sounds Mm-mm. gross. It does sound gross. And it's probably really good, actually, now yeah, that I think good. about it. It's probably but, just cooked really well. But, it, it, yeah, it, just, it does sound a bit, like, too, like, light and fluffy, almost like a steamed salmon. Yeah. And you're like, ooh. ooh. But um, I also feel like 
I guess it's one of those things where like they should do that kind of stuff for Monica's birthday. But like. Right. But who's going to cook it? Yeah. They'd have to like hire some one of her chef friends from work. I don't know. They I guess could, that's true. Yeah. They could figure it out. But it's like. Yeah. I don't think Rachel wants flan and poached salmon and a lace tablecloth. I know. Flan? Oh, that was the worst. Well, and then they end up having later. They mention Ross is like, "Stay away from the salmon mousse," and I'm like, yeah. "Why is so why she ended up being turned into mousse?" Well, she probably had already bought the salmon because she was so yeah. sure that was what was gonna happen. But I don't. And like, also, I'm oh. like, this is not budget friendly, Monica. You no. just got a new job. Like, maybe get the trout or whatever is cheaper than salmon yeah I don't like that she's like fine if you don't want it to be nice and it's like they didn't say that it's just there's a time (laughs) for it or she said if you don't want it to be special but it's like things can still be special like you guys don't usually have 50 people in your apartment on a Friday night that is a special occasion special doesn't mean lace tablecloths and doilies and poached salmon yeah sounds like grandma but I guess maybe that's what Monica sees as fancy and that's what she's going for I guess I guess um I thought this was going to be the episode when they were talking about the food committee I thought it was going to be the episode where she puts Phoebe in charge with cups and ice ice. yeah (laughs) (laughs) she's going to rue the day that she put me in charge of cups and ice I think we've got a Um, few seasons yet until that shows up oh gosh it's really far away but I also think that was for Rachel's birthday and I feel like they always celebrate Rachel's birthday isn't it for Halloween or is it for Rachel's birthday oh yeah it's Rachel's surprise party because she's like you guys and then she's like Chandler's birthday is before mine and they're all like right surprise oh sorry Chandler (laughs) right because it's gonna be a surprise which this was also a surprise but they're always doing Rachel's birthday and then Rachel's 30th um, 30th mm-hmm. hmm. I feel like there's another one well, they, but there is one point where uh this is several years down the line and Gunther when it's like apparent that Gunther is in love with Rachel yeah, and, he, and asks, he comes up and he's like Gunther when's your birthday and she's like May 5th why he's like I'm just making less people's birthdays and Ross is like mine's, mine's such and such and he's, he's like, like I don't bye. care yeah <laughs> but um I do think that Rachel's birthday being May 5th lines up with the fact that she was at her sister's graduation oh yeah good point because I actually think we graduated on May 5th, if not maybe the 4th. Definitely early May. Um, it was the very first week of May, I know, because my sister's birthday is the 6th. So I know it was right around her birthday. Aww. Um, so that kind of lines up when I, I don't feel like they do a great job of keeping track of that kind of stuff, usually. Yeah, usually it's tricky. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're all trying to figure out the birthday party at the coffee house before uh, Rachel comes in and they're listing off people and she's there like, what about Shannon Cooper? And Joey's like, uh, can't invite her. She, uh, steals. Oh, yeah. And they're like, what? And he's, and Chandler's like, maybe Joey slept with her and never called her. And he's like, well, maybe I liked her too much. And they're like, oh, Aww. I'm sorry. Oh, man. I didn't think you guys were going to fall for that at all. Yeah. <laughs> So, Joey, you're such a dog. I know. And Stacy Roth also steals. Stacy Roth. Can't invite Stacy Roth. She also steals. <laughs> she also steals. Oy. Um, But Rachel comes in and she's all pissed off because her parents, like, fought through the whole graduation and made a big scene and it was just awful. And Bishop and, Tutu you know, had to stuff. shush them. <laughs> Bishop Tutu. I know. That's so funny. Um. So then they're like, oh, I guess we can't invite her parents. And Monica's like, oh, I already invited her mom. Yeah. Um, which don't you think her mom in the first few times we meet her is, is like. Way nicer. Very. 
yes, way nicer and super lighthearted. And there's that episode with the baby shower. And she's like, what, dear? What are you apologizing for? For lying? For forgetting yeah. to invite me or for lying about it? Like, she's more, like, vindictive, I she's guess. She's vindictive, but I guess it's um, also, like, because she takes it so personally that she's been wronged in that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's almost acting more like Judy would act. Mm-hmm. Right. But she just seems so, like laid back for someone who's like going through a divorce at this point in life you know yeah that's true so yeah but um anyway they decide to her dad does a really good job of being like a grumpy doctor dad he does. I feel like and this is the first time we meet him yeah that's right sorry we haven't met him yet let's let's carry on let's no. carry on um right so he shows up at the birthday unannounced right. uninvited unannounced uninvited and just starts again. pouring himself a drink okay right who just like waltzes in with their sailing jacket yeah and, it is um, very ralph lauren um i don't know i guess maybe like entitled white doctor men i don't know <laughs> oh okay okay so rich white guys got it right um right 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 cool 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 <laughs> um but he looks so young and so tan. So when tan. he walks in, yeah, yeah, and he wasn't invited to the party. He just came by to say happy birthday to Rachel, even though what he saw her earlier that day. I oh no, I guess it's like a few days later. It's a few, yeah, it's a few days later. Um, so I read something. Well, I guess I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but I read. I just thought about Doctor Green, and I read something that all of the friends, like the six of them, all wear green at Rachel's party. In some oh. way. Monica's got the green dress on and Rachel yeah. has the green dress on and Phoebe's top is like green pink with and pink. Green, yeah. And then the guys have like a shirt or a tie or something huh, like that. I that never noticed green. that. Is that on purpose? And it, I don't know. And I read that and then I was like, oh, they just made them all kind of in the same color scheme. And then I thought about it more and I was like, oh, Rachel Green, duh. So I don't know if it was on purpose or if it just happened. Like, but oh, that'd be a weird coincidence. Because do you know yeah. what's funny is I was thinking like Monica's dress is very like Easter pastels. But I was kind of like, mm-hmm. well, that was sort of like you that can be explained with the times. Phoebe's outfit mm-hmm. can be explained. Rachel's dress, I was thinking if it was her own birthday, I feel like because I was actually thinking of that as I was watching this episode um, the other day, I was like, that's not really a very cute dress and it's also not like very cute on her like everyone else at the party Mm -hmm. is wearing like little like bandeau dresses like cute little tight party dresses and rachel's Mm -hmm. in like a weird shimmery like almost like work outfit Mm -hmm. yeah but maybe it's because they wanted that was also the 90s though Mm. yeah yeah i don't know yeah um interesting but when when the dad shows up, he's not supposed to be there, so they're, like, trying to figure out what to do with him. And I think everybody's, like, physical comedy is really good. Oh, it's so um, funny. They take him into the other room, and then Rachel's mom comes in, and she, like, slams the door in her face and, like, all this stuff. And then she finally comes in, and she's like, the funniest thing happened. And Phoebe's like, oh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, I just can't wait to hear the rest. Tell me in the bathroom. Um, but Tell before me. that part, when they slam the door, and she's like, oh, dear, and she was like, I'm sorry, I thought you were Rachel. And Chandler's like, because you're so young. And Phoebe goes, and because you're both white women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny coming from Phoebe. Oh, She's it's so, so funny. So, yeah, I love I how know. they like, find ways to keep them separated from each other. 
I know. And I think that's at the part when they slam the door in her face. Chandler's like, what would Jack and Chrissy do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's from Three's Company. It's Three's Company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they somehow figure out the party and the staging area. So Monica throws one party. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, this is the staging area. Go over to the boy's apartment to Dr. Geller to get, sorry, Dr. Green mm-hmm. to get yeah. him out of the girl's apartment where Rachel's mom is going to be. Okay. So I was thinking about Mm -hmm. this and I was like, as I was watching it back, I was thinking about it and I was just like, do you know what? Wouldn't you just be like, look, you both showed up. You need to sort it out and you need to like figure out a way to get along because it's Rachel's birthday. And if you both want to be here, you have to get along. But then I was thinking, no, that would never work because Mm -hmm. we have some friends with parents like this. And I feel like what they would do is they would say, like, well, I'll behave if he'll behave. Or, like, yeah, you know, and totally. they would act like they were going to be fine. But then throughout the entire night, they would just make it miserable for everybody else, either by doing what her parents eventually end up doing and just complaining or by, like, yep. actually causing a scene. And, like, yep. even having said that they weren't going to, they would anyway. And so I was like, yeah. yeah. So I guess the only logical answer is to just throw two parties. <laughs> Yeah, and honestly, I think it's at, like, this phase of, you know, divorces or whatever. Like, when emotions are just so incredibly high. Yeah. You can't you can't just turn it off, even if you would like to, because you're so overly sensitive to what that other person is doing. You feel, like, personally attacked That's by it, everything it, they everything do. Everything feels like a personal attack, I bet. It doesn't matter what it is. It has nothing to do with you, but you feel like it's personal. Yep. Or maybe sometimes they are doing it to piss you off yeah. or whatever. But um, I just don't think that people... I don't know. It's kind of like when you're on your period and you want to be rational, but you just can't be. You just yeah. can't be. Like your emotions are making you feel like a totally different person. Yeah. And you have no it's way like, to turn that off. It's like, like you can maybe shut your mouth, but you can't like change how you feel. It's like everything's coming through a different filter. Totally. In your brain. And maybe in a couple years, they'll be able to be at the same party and just yeah. like do their own thing. But emotions are too high right now. I feel like also... If they were to have been like, okay, look, you guys, like, let them run into each other and been like, you're both here, so figure it out. One of you needs to leave. Like, that would have got back to Rachel. And, it, like, you know, oh, they would have yeah. made Rachel feel bad that her dad was asked to leave or whatever. And so it's just, mm-hmm. like, a lose-lose-lose right. lose, lose situation. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where the kids shouldn't really have to be in the middle, but, but unfortunately they always happens. will be in a way. Yeah. 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 So the only logical way to resolve this I mean, they still made it it's difficult two on parties. her, but yeah, right. the best way is just throw two parties. Yep. Um, but yeah, so we've got Monica's party over to the right with uh, word games and oh my pen rules. And then we've got Joey and Chandler's party with the keg and the bumping music. And volleyball court set up in the bedroom and Chandler yeah. making and out so- with a drunk girl in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So which party would you want to go to? Well, I don't like the fact that I would be objectified at the boys' mm-hmm. party. But mm-hmm. so Monica's party has the better snacks. Well, I guess it has salmon Agreed. It's got the fancier mm-hmm. snacks. You'd imagine that it's got a cleaner bathroom with proper toilet paper. Definitely. And, and soap. So that's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, I... 
would probably rather actually you know what I would love to be able to have a situation where you can go dance and have fun at the boys house but then when you just like need to use the bathroom or like need a minute to just like sit down and like have a drink of water and like have a quiet place to talk have a place like Monica's you know it's actually like the best of both worlds <laughs> mm-hmm. I was gonna say and maybe it's because I'm kind of a little bit tired right now yeah but I kind of think I'd rather be at Monica's really also I like paper games like that yeah I feel bad because the thing is that that could have been fun but nobody was into it and that's what made it not like all it takes is a right few you gotta people, read the room yeah well and all it takes is a few people being like okay sure like this is what we're doing right now let's make the best of mm-hmm. it but um, everybody. But she's like, also being a little aggressive about the markers. She's being pretty aggressive. And it's like everyone write down your most embarrassing memories. <laughs> like, <laughs> like unless you're all really good friends, that's not exactly like icebreaker stuff that you want to just bring up to right. strangers. Right. And I do love at the end, I'm getting ahead of myself, but like when uh, Rachel's mom's like, I left my 10 verbs and yes. you send me that poem. <laughs> It's so funny. But yeah, I think um, I think that like the guys one sounds fun for dancing. But at the same time, like sometimes it's just nice to have a place to sit and like wash your hands and drink out of a clean glass. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I can see the value of both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're doing the two parties and Rachel's going back and forth and everybody's kind of not digging Monica's party. And starts with Gunther. He tries to leave and Monica yells at him and Phoebe's like, listen, I can get you out. Like I she's like smuggling out. people. It's like she's like a trafficker. It's <laughs> out so of like funny. North Korea. <laughs> she's like, everything you've heard is true. I, is it true? I got to go get my coat. There's no time. Leave everything behind. So we noticed this when we were watching it when she's talking to um, Gunther. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can get you out. I'm going to create a diversion. And then you slip out. When she's talking to him in the kitchen or like by the front door, all these people in the kitchen are like looking at her like suspiciously. Mm -hmm. And Ben was like, look at the extras. They're acting so seedy. But I was like, oh, you'll see why in a second. Because then after like she gets Gunther out, they're all like, we hear you can get us out. We hear there's people. Yeah, (laughs) here you get people out. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, my God, did somebody not use a coaster? And that was the diversion. (laughs) Yep. Monica's like, what? What? I noticed some of you are just placing the lid on top of the the tip. You got to click it when you hear that noise. It's like, oh, gosh. You're going to want to push it until it clicks because they will dry out. I mean, I understand. Yeah, I understand her dilemma. I have like a really nice set of markers that are used for calligraphy. And I just wouldn't use those for party games. Okay. So I had a question that I wrote down for myself. Okay. For yourself. Okay. Well, no, to ask you. Oh, I was like, okay, go ahead and ask yourself this question. (laughs) Are your parties more like Monica's type of party? Because I was actually like, do you know what? Renee really um, relates to Monica and associates with Monica. And I was like, how much... Like this, much organized fun is there? Yeah, the organized fun. I don't think there's as much organized fun. You don't make everyone write, except for when I had a murder mystery. So you do do murder mystery parties? No, I did one for my birthday this year, and everybody was really into it. Everyone was really into it. So some people were like hesitant just because they didn't really know what to expect. But as soon as we did like the very first icebreaker, everybody was super into it. And I everyone's been asking me when I'm going to do another one. So that's great. 
So I would say that's a win. Good. And you probably don't serve salmon mousse. I think you're pretty good with your food. No, I serve only delicious food. That have one syllable, like dip mm-hmm. or chips Chip, or dip pret. pretz. And I also serve meat for those of you who eat meat. Oh, see, that's nice. See, I told you Renee is a nice vegetarian. Yeah. Actually, at my murder mystery birthday party, I got these meatballs from Costco that everybody was like, are these homemade? They're amazing. And I'm like, they're literally a five-pound bag from Costco. But if you're looking for some good meatballs, apparently they're they're it. Good to know. And we do, this is not an ad. Hot we tip. We are not sponsored by Costco. We are not sponsored by Believe Costco, although we would like to be. Yeah, definitely. Costco, um, if you're listening. <laughs> Mr. Costco. Um, okay, so your parties are organized, but not this organized. Or if it is, all your friends are into it? I guess so. Okay. <laughs> I feel like um, my parties, that because I, I don't really throw parties here in New Zealand. I don't have enough friends. But um, back in Chicago, oh. the parties that we used to throw were like kind of a mix between the two. Like... We would definitely, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the night, clear out our furniture and, like, have a dance floor. Yeah. Um, and, but there were three of us. So it was actually really good to be, like, one person would, like, you know, make sure there was, like, clean dishes while the other people were, like, socializing. Mm-hmm. And it never got, like, super wild. We weren't, like, setting up volleyball courts. Although we did once have a right. volleyball court in the backyard, I think, for one of my birthdays. Because it was in summer. Well, that's in the backyard. That's where you're supposed to have it. That's where it's supposed to be. Yeah, ours were never... Well, we did do some. Okay, so once we, like, hosted a friend, he wanted to have, like, a sit-down dinner for, like, 20 people. And so we did it at our apartment in our formal living room, at our, like, our formal dining room table. And Mm -hmm. um, the food was taking way longer to cook than expected. And it was, like, getting really hot. And everybody had, like, had a little bit too much to drink with no food. And so we decided to, like, start playing. We just, like, we came up with a way to play. We, like, had a bunch of cardboard paper, and we just cut out um, these bow tie shapes. And we played, like, pin the bow tie on. We had, like, a big picture of the guy printed out on the door for his birthday. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and so we, like, came up with fun stuff. And I do remember he wanted to go around. Oh, we, like, we all went around and, like, said what we loved about the birthday boy. Oh, see, I hate doing that. Some people really hate that. We we were so into that. You were so into it. Yeah, like I feel like my friend group and I always did that kind of stuff. Mm. I think it's nice if there's like four or five people, 20, even though I'm not shy and I don't really have a problem with people like looking, you know, yeah, looking at me. I like birthdays. I throw my own birthday parties all the time. But listening to people try to come up with things that they like about you 20 times I just feel like the first few people take all the good things and then that's all anyone else can think about. And so then they just, I don't know, Well, I guess think of different ways to say like nice and cool and fun. In this case, everybody was like very close friends with him because it was, you know, so it was, it was pretty good. They were all people, like, I don't know, there were like a lot of like artists and creatives and people that had emotional things to say, I suppose. But the worst was um, we had Christmas at my house in Auckland this past year. And, like, all of us roommates got along fine, right? And we, like, all invited some friends. But there was a few people there. So, like, my boyfriend, not a lot of – not a real, like, emotional, wordy guy. Um, 
there was a couple other girls that were like our friends that I was like friends with, you know, had like, we like went Mm -hmm. camping for a weekend, but we weren't like besties. Um, And then there was this one guy who was dating one of the girls and they had literally just met like the week before. But oh no, they both they're both the type of people that like got real intense really fast. Uh huh. And yeah. so somebody oh, and then it was like one of the girls' like roommates came along, and so there was like probably like twelve of us or something, twelve or fifteen. And somebody was like, "Let's all go around and say something nice about the person to your left." And it's like that's Ugh. fine if we all know each other, but like yeah, literally some of us have just so it was like it was so awkward, Renee. It was like some people were like, um. I just met you tonight, but um, I guess you seem really cool, and um, you're friends with Bella, and I I like Bella, so you must be. Oh no! (laughs) Like it was, it was. That's so painful. So painful. And then somebody was like, "Okay, now the other way, go." (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) And so, oh my gosh, it was so bad. Awful. And so when we got to the one with was like the the partners or like the couple that had just met before. Um, the guy went first and he just like, he was like, um, even though we've only known like the ones who had just been dating a week, a week. And he was like, even though I've only known you for a couple weeks, like I can just tell basically was saying like, we're soulmates and all this stuff. And it was like, I was like seriously looking at her like abort, abort. Oh my gosh. Like blink twice. If you want Uh us to save you. I think she was really into it because she's quite a romantic as well. But I was just like, this is way too full on. And then, um, yeah, it was just painful. And I'm going to say it. Sorry, Ugh. Ben, because it's, when it's your podcast, you can say whatever you want. Um, when it, like I said whatever stuff about Ben first. And then when we went back around the circle, Ben had to say stuff about <laughs> me. And like, like I said, not a lot of emotional sentiment words. But like Ben shows love through actions and quality time. But so he gets around the circle. So he didn't say a word and just went and brought you some stuff? <laughs> well, he said. It's like, here, take this. I can't remember what all he said, but part of it was, you're my rock. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I've never heard you say oh. this before. And then oh. I felt bad because then everybody basically just started making fun of him. And, like, people still to this day oh. are like, well, you know, and you're Ben's rock. So. <laughs> oh, and he's like, I just read it on a card once. I don't yeah, even know what it means. Like, it just seemed like the right thing out. to do what in the moment. Like, <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I we you really stop can't making do that. people do this. Yeah. I've realized, like, okay, that was a special group that enjoyed this. At a certain time, like, we need to stop making yeah. people do this. But I really do even feel like with, like, really close friends, if it's more than a few, like, at a certain point, I'm just like, okay, thanks. Like, I don't even know. I don't know. It's just a lot. There's a movie I'm thinking of, and I can't remember which one it is. I want to say it's Just Go With It with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. Yeah. And there's, like, this weird couple that every time they leave the room, they say, like, three things they love about each other. <laughs> but it's, like, really intense. And they, like, lock eyes in and, like, hold each other's people? faces while they d- – Yes, in front of other people. It's not couples therapy? I don't think so. I've never seen either of those movies, so I don't know. Oh, I th- – I don't think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's that just go with so it. That is so funny. Guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's um, Jennifer Aniston and um, who else did I say? Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Um, aren't actually a couple, but they pretend to be one right. for various funny reasons. And they run into like Jennifer Aniston's arch nemesis from college. Oh, right. Okay. Um, 
And so they're like, they're, she's like, oh, we absolutely must have dinner. And she's like, okay, great. And so they go to dinner and it's, um, the girl is played by, oh, what's her name? Tall, beautiful, Australian. I always think of her as a redhead, but she's not always a redhead. Margot Robbie? Nicole Kidman. Oh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Um, and her husband is Dave Matthews, which is very random. Yeah. I don't even know what he looks like. Um, he just likes like some white guy with brown hair. Okay. Yeah. Named Dave. Um, but yeah, they do like, it's always like your honesty, your truth, and your nice ass. Like it's just <laughs> random, but it's like really intense and it's in front of other people. Oh, that's so funny. It's funny. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's that movie, but I don't remember. That's okay. Anyway. Speaking of Jennifer so, Aniston, you, she's got two parties going on. Speaking of Jennifer on. Aniston, she does. Um, so at one point at the party, well, not at several points, actually, Rachel's dad like keeps trying to go over to the apartment, and oh. Ross is basically in charge of keeping him in there. And I realized, I think this is where Rachel's dad, why he hates Ross. Oh, really? I, I mean, it, it kind of seems like it because he's – He's keeping him from going. He keeps, like, drinking his drink and using his stuff. Like, yeah, that's true. It is weird. It does make him seem And like- he gives him, like, super weird reasons for not going, you know, like. Yeah, he does just seem like, controlling guy you're dating. and, like, bad boundaries. Mm-hmm. Hmm, good point. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe this is where his annoyance with Ross starts. Because mm. it's not that he hates Ross, but he definitely finds him annoying. He definitely annoying. dislikes Ross, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um. And then what's funny is on the flip side, Rachel's mom thinks that Ra- or that Rachel's essentially dating a younger version of her father and right. she needs therapy. Because he's drinking the scotch neat. Yeah. And wearing the bifocals. I, which requires two types of focals. Um, two types of focals. He, I like the part where he's like, get me a scotch. And he's like, right, scotch on the rocks. And he's like, neat. And he's like, cool. And he's like, no, neat. No rocks. <laughs> he pours the most scotch into that glass. Oh giant pour a lot of scotch (laughs) dang ross yeah it's a lot of scotch i know um and i hear uh, rachel's mom at one point it's like i've only been in therapy for three weeks but something 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 (laughs) and it's like now she's trying to make everybody else go to therapy right don't you okay that Um, is something i feel like that usually happens yes i was gonna say look renee and i are both big um supporters of therapy really important big fans really useful absolutely no shame or stigma what I find very annoying is when people when people get help that they need, but then they try to project it onto everybody else. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, no, I don't need to talk through the specific issue that you're trying to give me right. advice about. Like, yeah. when people are like, well, now that I've like sought help for me not being empathetic, I just really see this way that you and you're like, oh, my God, no, this is no, no. Stop it. Yeah. And I think a lot of it comes from really good intentions because they're like, I've had such a big, I felt a shift and like this has changed me for the better and I want everyone else to experience yes. like the fruit of this. But not everybody needs the same ah. help that you need. So do you know what you I know? was thinking of the specific example? Uh, not people that hmm. I know, the real housewives. So one of them oh. like gets like court ordered um, AA meetings and therapy and mm-hmm. she basically mm-hmm. has to like admit Does to she the, get like a DUI or something? Yeah, she got it's like I can't remember if it was a DUI or she was just like incredibly intoxicated and like they tried to like escort her out of a like basically there was like a run in with the police and she ended up getting arrested because she was just like 
so intoxicated and causing a scene. Um, Mm -hmm. And so she's like, yeah, look, I'm an alcoholic. Um, And or she was just like, you know, I was using alcohol for whatever, whatever. She had had like some really Mm -hmm. rough stuff happen to her that year, too. So it probably was like self-medicating and over the top. Um, But now she like she has to like avoid drinking and goes to AA. But and like all of those women drink a lot of alcohol. Um, but mm-hmm. so she starts trying to make everyone else go to AA with her and starts telling everyone else right. how over the top they are and how out of line their behavior mm-hmm. is. And she's like, well, I don't drink anymore. And they're like, that's because you're court ordered, not allowed to. Like you have a, br- <laughs> right. like, you have to blow into a thing three times a day. Like, oh, I'm not she has the yet, breathalyzer sweetie. thing. You know, and so it's kind of like whether or not these other people actually do have problems, like is not my place to say. But it's just annoying that she's like. Now she's this like evangelist for, mm-hmm. and I guess it's, you're right. It is coming from a place of well intention where it's like, she feels so much better and she's able to actually cope mm-hmm. with the traumatic stuff that was going on in her life. Cause now she does yoga and whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like, if everyone else isn't there yet, like stop trying to yeah. force it on them. I feel like that's a shirt you could make a lot of money off of. She does yoga or whatever. Ladies. No, yoga is my therapy. Or yoga is my drug of choice is what I was originally thinking. You could make a lot of money on it, but I'd be really annoyed by it. I'd be annoyed too. <laughs> yeah. So somebody else out there listening, you go ahead. Someone you else. Make it. Oh, you know we're going to see it. You know we're going to see that shirt soon. You make uh, That's true. Because Guys, do you know why? Just send us like a small finder's fee. Like send us a hundred bucks or something. Yeah, just send us a little bit. Just like Venmo us. We're on there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's get back um, on track. Anyway. Yeah. So at one point when uh, Monica or uh, Rachel's dad tries to leave the room and Ross stops him, he goes for his cigarettes. But that made me think of the episode where Rachel smokes. And she's like, ooh, my dad would always, when he was a doctor, oh, yeah. and he would tell me scary stories about, you know, ghosts, ghosts and, goblins. and goblins. And remember, um, there was like the when he caught her smoking, he made her eat a pack of cigarettes. I don't remember That's that. That's when she's going to tell him she's pregnant. And Phoebe's like, I will not let him make make you eat your baby. Oh, yeah. But apparently he smokes in his old I age. I forgot about that. I guess so. Um, so does, but yeah, so, so apparently the parents Keller. can't get along, but Dr. Green is smoking. Um, sorry, this is unraveling. <laughs> well, that's okay. Let's just get back on track. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I do think, I know I was saying this earlier, but I do think that's when like Rachel's dad starts kind of hating Ross because he's being like really annoying. Yeah. Um, makes sense. But that's kind of towards the end. Like he just wants to go and then Rachel's mom wants to leave and she's in the hallway like, this is horrible. Like, how are we ever gonna, you know, be well, in the same room together? And she's leave, like, it's because they're both complaining about the other person to her. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and and she's like, all she can think of is like the sweet memories, and like that's all gone you know, it's now. Kind of you funny, know, which would be really sad. Because what she's talking about isn't actually a sweet memory. Like when she describes it, she's like, everyone hated it. My dad would be mad that nobody would be. So she's talking about like Fourth of July on the boat, and she's like. My mom didn't want to go because it made her hair big. My sister would be throwing up over the side because she's seasick. My dad would be mad that we weren't helping. But then if we did, he'd yell at us. Nobody thought to bring blankets. It was like, it was almost like an indication that like this dysfunction in her family and like her parents not getting along has been going on for so long. But it was like still a happy memory because 
they'd still get to like be a family together and watch the fireworks. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of funny that it's like not really that great of a story, but it still is a fond memory for her. But honestly, isn't that like just family though? Yeah, totally. Totally. You know, there's like, like there's always oh, yeah. like, like our family vacation to Hawaii. Somebody's mad like, or yeah, like, yeah. There were tears. There was, you know, arguing like, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. I don't think we've told you guys yet, but Ashley's family is taking me on a family vacation. They used to take me all the time when I was a teenager, but they're yeah. taking me as a grown up. And your husband. And Matt is he married into this. He knows how lucky he is. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I'll go. I'll come back with all. I'll spill all the tea when we get back about oh, Ashley's fun family. I will memories. probably gonna try um, to do um, a live episode, right? Like a live recording yes. together, like we did in Palm Springs. That is a good but time. With much better sound. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, you guys. Yes, we've upgraded our sound system because that. Oh my gosh, I can't even listen to those yeah, Palm Springs episodes. Sorry. I'm sorry if you guys couldn't either. Um, but yeah, so you know, it's not perfect, but it's their family, and yeah. you know, she's sad, and it's like an end of an era. And I think it's really sweet that Chandler is comforting her because obviously he understands exactly, and no one else does. I guess Phoebe's parents were technically divorced, but like her dysfunction is totally different. Like she's just had she like absentee parents. Yeah, she didn't grow up with any. There was parents, nothing really. to like end. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, it's sad, and then you know Ross comes out and takes over the comforting and. Then the parents are trying to leave, yeah. and I think it's so funny when Rachel's dad is in the room, or Rachel's mom is in the apartment, and her dad's in the hallway. Oh, no, it's the other way around. The mom's in the hallway, and um, the dad tries to go out, and they open the door, and everyone's like, ah! <laughs> like, they're just acting so crazy, but it's working because we're keeping them separate. Well, even when he, like, walks across the hall, and they all, like, create a barrier around him, and they're like, hey, hey, hey. And like jumping and ridiculous. Yeah. I yeah. love that it's kind of like, yes, this is ridiculous, but it's like the audience is in on the fact that it's like, it's not meant to be normal. Like you're in on the fact that right. like, this is so weird, but it's somehow working. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. cute. And then the best part is the very yeah. end when they go, Dr. Green goes to leave and Joey's like, uh, uh, Mrs. Green, it was great to see you, and like pulls her over and just starts kissing her, and her, her arms, arms go like limp. limp. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny. And then she's like, "You kids, this is the best party I've been to in a long time." And Monica's like, <laughs> "See, thank you." Yeah, <laughs> Monica. It's so good. Oh, Monica. Yeah, but it's really funny. I love that as the ending because it's like at least on an up note, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's it is it is on an up note, and um. Yeah, you do feel bad, I guess, for Rach that, like, excuse me, that even despite their best efforts, like, she's just got to get used to it being like this. But, yeah, you're right. In a few years, maybe that'll be okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's basically it. I think that's it. I like this one. So, happy birthday, Rachel. And we are almost done Happy birthday, Rachel. We are. I can't believe it. I know. Very exciting. It's been a long time coming. It has. Okay. Very so exciting. I think, I mean, I, that's probably it for this episode, right? That's definitely it for this episode. Um, thanks for joining us, you guys. We love you. Um, this has been episode 22. And next time, we'll see you for season two, episode 23, the one with the chicken pox. Oh, that's a fun one. This is a fun one. Yeah. Good guest star. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.